Blog Talk Radio. Hey kids, it's the start of the show. Wait, it's the start of the week, if I could get that right. Yes, that's right. It's the start of my week in radio. Today would be my first show. We have shows, as you might have noticed, on the Sin Check on our page, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today, of course, Jeff Lee has been kind enough to wait for me, um, and he is with the company called Eagle V, which is who we're going to be speaking to shortly. Don't forget that tomorrow, Irene Weinberg will be on the show, and that's at noon Central Standard Time, and then Friday, 11 a.m. Central Time, Jamie Natale. So without further ado, because I know Jeff's been waiting, let's get him on the line and start talking. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Hello? how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm so sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, definitely. I can, can you? Okay, good. You can hear me now. Great. I feel badly because I don't know if you knew this or not, but when we schedule the show for 4 o'clock, it's 4 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock your time. I can't call into you until the exact time the show starts. So I see that you've been waiting, and I feel really bad. So I'm so sorry you've had to hold for so long. Oh, no problem. No problem. No, no, no. Um, you know. Yeah. It's, it happens. It's the radio world. I understand that. But I have lots of questions for yeah. you because up until Dana Humphrey called me, I had no idea what Egobee was. I'm like, Egobee? I'm like, this is so very bizarre and so strange. And I took a look at yourself and your family yesterday. Oh, my God, you're lovely. You're all so little and cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome. Thank no, you. I don't know if you hear that a lot. Well, you probably hear that a lot. But no, you guys are all so little and so cute. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, so, that's adorable. So I'm going to start talking about your um, family, first of all, because I know that the inspiration behind the company Egobee, which is what you formed, was inspired by both your wife and your two-year-old son. So I'd like you to talk yes. a little bit about how they inspired you to get this concept going in New York City. What, tell the listening audience what that's all about. Okay, no problem. Uh, should I should I start? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so two years ago, um, more a little bit more than two years ago, uh, my son was born, uh, my first son, and he basically Aww. turned my family <laughs> turned my family upside down. And I have to I say, imagine. I'm a very uh, yeah, I'm a very um, family oriented person. So um, sure. basically, I had all of my attention to onto him and uh, learning first time dad. So um, the entire family was turned upside down by him. And uh, at that time, you know, there's so many different errands that we have to run. And um, two of them were, you know, getting my car washed as well as getting my oil changed. It was overdue sure. for a week. And, but for me, it's just, any time spent, I was on uh, you know, maternity leave basically from my job, from my day-to-day job. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, any time I spent outside with him, you know, like um, not being with him, to me, it's time wasted. <laughs> so, yeah, well, of course. Uh, yeah, so I thought, hey, if someone can come, to my, um, can come to my house, do the oil change, wash my car for me, um, I will certainly do it. And at that time, I hopped onto the Internet, and there's really no one doing it in the area. We're situated in northern New Jersey. I couldn't really right. find that type of service. So, you know, after struggling with it uh, for a couple of days, basically I just picked up the laptop and started writing a business plan. I thought, hey, why not do it myself? Uh, why sure. not establishing, you know, coming up with a business myself? Because I, I love cars. And um, I myself, I'm also, um, you know, I study processes, basically, you know, logistics process. So anything that can help people to improve, you know, the efficiency on the way they do things, um, that's my study, basically. So I thought, hey, why not 
come up with a business that will save people time. So that's gotcha. oh, how right. Adobe was born. Oh, and how nice, because obviously I love the way you put that together, clearly because your child is much younger. From infancy on, you start to learn right off the bat how crucial those 10 minutes are, that hour is, or whatever have you. Because sometimes we yeah. take our vehicle in and we get it serviced or even have to leave it for a half a day. And all that time, like you're saying, all that wasted time sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, or they think it's going to be done and it takes much longer. So I get exactly what you're talking about. One of the things I found out that was really neat um, you're associated with what they call the goby fish because I was looking at the name egobi and for those that are listening in it's egobi spelled e g o b i e but there is such a thing as the goby fish actually which apparently is kind of synonymous or you kind of equated that when you formulated the name of your company is that not right yeah um well goby fish is spelled g o b y we just Turn it into G O B I E and put an E in front of it because you know now it's the electron, electronic age. Sure. Um, Gobi fish is the you know the cleaner fish in the cleaning fish in the ocean. You know they mm-hmm. clean other fish, um, other bigger fish, and also clean the bottom of the ocean floor. So we just thought, hey, why not take that, borrow that, uh, <laughs> borrow uh, the Gobi fish name and and become our company name which is absolutely awesome. I think it's really cool. It's actually quite different, to tell you the truth. When the first time that Dana said ego beyond thinking, what? I'm like, first of all, I didn't even know how to, if I could pronounce it right. And I was like, where did that come from? It was really unusual. And what I find interesting about your story is, and, and these are a lot of stories that I hear, and I get really excited when people like you come on my show, which is you, you have formally stated that you have a regular working job or had a regular working job, period, to begin with when you started this concept. So basically you created it from the get-go. So um, you're sitting at work, you create this idea, you do the business plan and all this good stuff. Was there any apprehension? Because obviously with having a younger child, and a family and you've got this job as well were you nervous or apprehensive about starting something like this because this isn't like you know a funeral parlor or something that's a guaranteed or given source of income you know what i'm saying right i mean people die every day right. but true but yeah. meaning you know without a viable guarantee are you apprehensive at all or was there some concern about will this concept fly or is this going to be popular does any of this go through your head when you're formulating this Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's still going through my head <laughs> right now. Oh even no! We, uh, <laughs> even we we started Look because that. after we, <laughs> I mean, after we started, we found out that because this concept probably you know some similar concepts been starting in uh, California, but you know mm-hmm. at the East Coast, especially in the region, it's still relatively new and people um you know this is more like a disruptive business model so people still need to be educated on what we do um they don't immediately get it um you know so a lot of people call us or even see us and say hey do you need to connect to any water source or do you need me to take away the oil after you you know after your service uh, and we said, no, absolutely not. We'll come, we'll leave, and, you know, we'll, we we don't need to bother you other than you need to give us the keys. That's all. That's all we need. Gotcha. We have vans coming to you, professional people. So we're finding out that, you know, it's, uh, it's a good concept, but, you know, probably the consumer still needs to um, be educated a little bit. Um, but okay. talking about the apprehensiveness, um, yeah, definitely. It's uh Actually, two year, two and a half years ago, I started writing the business plan. It wasn't until um, last year, which is after a year or so, that we start okay. really started to gain some traction and put up 
um, the company because there's a lot of um, there, there there's a lot of fear. This is you know venturing to the unknown. But there are two things that I'm very thankful for that I was blessed with. One is my wife. Okay. Um, she hundred percent. She was the one that said to me, "Hey, just just go. You have a dream, and you should Aww. pursue it." Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is that's awesome. True story. So, um, and the other one is I was. I was blessed to find, you know, several people, um, my friends, my uh, friends, my, basically they, they bought into the vision and they're willing to help me out. Uh, one sure. built the app, one built the app for free, of course, for ownership of the company, but another person said, hey, I'll help you out with marketing. Another person said, hey, I'll help you out with uh, with right. finance, you know, with financial analysis. So, um, right. It's 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 truly amazing um, path that we've gone through the last year, year and a half. How we were able to put together a team. Oh, I imagine so, so definitely. And yeah. well, and of course, to to those people that are listening in, because two of the primary things that you equate with your business is obviously, of course, the car hand washing, and of course, actual service on the vehicle, things like lube service. So because this is a relatively common service out there, how much actual research did you have to do just to ensure that you're not duplicating other services? Do you know what I mean? Because you obviously don't want to be the same as most trademark places. How did you make sure that you were going to define yourself as being different from the average Joe, average mechanic, average shop? Right. We um, we actually did extensive research. There are local uh, or regional uh, people, businesses that's doing similar things. Um, but there are a couple of things that we did to make sure that we are unique. One is that we offer both car wash or detailing and also oil change. Um, okay. Normally, usually the regional uh, businesses, they offer either or, right? And then okay, another gotcha. uh, another differentiator is that we have uh, the smartphone app, which is I have to proudly right. say is pretty well built. You know, so instead of again, it's another mechanism to save people time. Instead of picking up the phone and say, "Hey, is Wednesday at five okay?" You know, no, it's not. How about Thursday? No, it's not. What about next Monday? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> We're eliminating. You just open up the app. It's free register for account that's free as well you just go in select the service you want select the time all our available times are automatically displayed on the so the time that you see are the times that we're available click on it and reserve and that's it just you can be watching tv and just in 10 seconds your uh you'll be reserving your um oil change and car wash so Right. We, that's what we are. Yeah, that's two of our main differentiators. But then we are not stopping there because we are a technology company that we are integrating. We want to integrate. Our vision is integrate more and more on-site consumer services that we can bring to people's home without them ever okay. leaving the comfort of their house or their work. So we can bring more like brake services, um, tire services, or landscaping services, gutter cleaning services. All those are nice. within our reach and our vision. So gotcha. um, that's where we want to go, not stopping just at car services. Of course. And the initiation of um, Egobi when it actually first commenced was when? How long have you actually physically been in business? 
Yeah, we've um, we've launched our app and our business ever since uh, July. Okay, gotcha. And uh, July of this year, we're relative. We're very new, <laughs> so we're in the very beginning. Uh, we've already learned a lot, you know, through the through our experiences of servicing people. Um, so we are constantly improving our service level. Um, yeah, but so far, um, I've had people calling me up or even sending me email and say, hey, this is uh, not only one or two, not friends and family, people that I don't know sending me email saying, this is, this is amazing, you know, the level of service that we provide. And I'm not overstating it. It's, uh, I, I can sure. proudly boast about uh, how good we are, yes. Right, of course. And I have seen, obviously, the star rating that's out there, et cetera. I was curious to find out, since the amount of time that you've had is less than a year in, let's say, so far, what are you noticing? What seems to be the biggest draw for people? Is it just the fact that you're saving them the time? Is it the fact that you utilize um, eco-friendly materials when it comes to working on the vehicles? What's the main draw and what's the main um, product or service that they seek from you? Yeah, um, right now we we do see that it's, it actually matches up with our um, founding motto or our our belief, which is giving back, giving time back to our customers. Um, okay. And that, that we have to say that's what um, have that's what our most feedback is comprised of is that this is very okay. convenient. And mm-hmm. uh, they're actually not sacrificing. And th- another thing is very important, which is they're not really sacrificing anything for this type of convenience. Um, you know, in, in life, in everyday life, we it's almost like you have to give a little bit in order to gain something. Right. Um, oh, I agree. This mod- <laughs> in this model, um, you know, our pricing is benchmarked with the local regional businesses, so we're not really that much more expensive. Um, on oil change nice. side, we're actually a okay. little bit less expensive. Um, oh. But, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but what we are, yeah, it's just saving people time because so many businesses nowadays or technology nowadays, um, I use technology. I use smartphone. I use all the you know current most of the current technology I'm interested in. But you know they right. tell us that oh this is more convenient. This will save you more time. We're consolidating this. We're consolidating that. But at the end of the day, we're getting busier and busier every day. You know so these technologies right. and services they're not really saving us time. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're just making us feel that we can do more and we become more right. we become busier. So our company, really, our central theme is coming up with ideas and quality services that truly save people time, that literally give people time back to our customer. So that's what we are exploring. Gotcha. Now, if you want to speak to the listening audience, because some people are not – because they do not know your business or your service, I know that it's been stated that you use those eco-friendly – uh, types of equipment on vehicles. So define for yes. us some of the things that you utilize and why being eco-friendly is important to you as a business owner. Yeah, eco-friendly, for example, um, just on the very basic level, you know, if I may start, which is, you know, water. Um, when you go through a tunnel, um, when you go through a tunnel car wash, a lot of, mm-hmm. many gallons of water, you know, it's being used and wasted and granted in the state of new jersey uh, car wash they're required to 
have a water recycling system, but still, um, you use a lot of water at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mm-hmm. us, we can basically wash a clean a, a car thoroughly uh, with just uh, no more than four gallons of water. So, with that amount of water, you know, basically we can wash, um, you know, four to six or even eight cars, you know, equivalent. Wow. Of it. Let's say if they if they drive through the tunnel once, we can basically use that same amount of water. We can drive. We can we can wash anywhere from four to eight more cars than a tunnel. Oh my gosh! Um, can do. Yeah, our equipment, you know, equipped with high pressure washer and our all of our procedure and our technique is trained to wash a car really with less than four gallons of water. And, awesome. you know, our detergent is all biodegradable. It's uh, phosphate-free. Uh, phosphate, uh, okay. It's eco-friendly. So uh, we really want to, um, yeah, basically we just, uh, we have a big water tank in the back of our van. So, you know, water conservation is constantly in the back of our mind. And we also nice. have a mat. We can also we have also have a retainment mat if requested, and we can retain the water so that there's no water runoff. You know, so wow, it's, um, yeah, it's it's very convenient. At the same time, we're very conscious about the the environment around us, and with our oil change, the same thing. We have all of our equipment designed in such a way that we do not have the risk. Of course, you always have a risk. But we mitigate that risk of having oil, you know, dripped off the, you know, on the ground. Um, right. We have suction units that can help us to suck out the oil from the top. And uh, through different studies, actually, the suction method actually sucks out more sludge and, you know, and debris from the engine than if you use the the conventional draining the oil from the bottom. Um, so we are taking care of that as well. So, yeah, th- those are just some of the basic points that I can bring up. Now, okay, and I was just going to ask you this, and forgive my ignorance, just because of the fact that obviously, of course, when I get my car done, you know, you don't think about things like, oh, what are they using for this and this? But when it comes to actually washing a vehicle um, or doing some kind of a lube service, like in this case, are there certain chemical or non-chemical sort? Do you know what I mean? Like the actual substance, bottle substances that you use, are they also eco-friendly when it comes to the substances you wash the vehicles with, et cetera? Yeah, we purchase our uh, we purchase our uh, wash uh, material, detergent and chemicals, so on and so forth, from another company, very reputable company. I don't know if I can mention their name on the radio show, but uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, don't if you can't, that's fine. Yeah, but they're very reputable um, in California. They're very professional, and they provide us with. Um, Basically, we have, you know, established a relationship with them, so they provide us with, you know, eco-friendly um, chemicals and detergent. Um, the cool. oil that we use, is just, yeah, the oil that we use is nothing, um, you know, we don't use cheap brand. We use Mobile One. We use uh, Pennzoil. Basically, they, nice. these are the premium oil that you can find on the market. Um yeah, and we just make sure that all of our fil- even filters that we use, they're all premium grade. So uh, we just want to ensure that the material that we use, we're not, you know, nickel and diming our, our customers. No, 
They're all very Sounds safe. like definitely not. Very, very nice, actually. Now, I was also curious. I noticed that the location of your business is in Hackensack, New Jersey. Now, my question is, do you typically serve the New Jersey area, or are you currently servicing both? Because to those of you that don't know, obviously, sometimes depending on what part of New Jersey you're in, you're relatively close to New York City, so it's not inconceivable to service both. <laughs> but for right now, I'm just curious if your business is centralized in the New Jersey area or, or what's happening in terms of location. Yeah. Yeah, since we're just starting out, um, we are focusing on northern New Jersey right now. Okay. Um, if, you, if you're familiar with the northern New Jersey area, it's, you know, I am somewhat, um, somewhat, but not, <laughs> you know, too much. So I'm like, why did he pick Hackensack exactly? That was going to be my next question, which is, was there a significant reason that it's Hackensack versus, let's say, Trenton, New Jersey, because I've been there, and that's a quite a nice area, or um, some of the other right. places, some of the higher-end sort of places to start. So was there a significance right. to Hackensack or, or – no. Well, Hackensack is just where our warehouse is because we're mobile. Uh-huh. You know, we go to people's houses. So, yeah. So, um, but we pick northern New Jersey is because of the demographics. First of all, you know, people live there. Um, I grew up there, so um, we are. Oh. You know, we live a. Yeah, <laughs> we. I grew up in Bergen County, uh, of cool. northern New Jersey. Yeah, so okay. you know, people's lifestyle is pretty busy. You know, a lot of them they work in the, they work in New York City. Um, okay. People are busy, um, and we think that, and they're pretty densely populated. So we think that this will be the perfect location where we can launch. Um, gotcha. But this is not. Yeah, but we are also in talks with a couple of companies within New York City, um, partnering with them so we can maintain their vehicle for them. So. Um, our goal is not only to stop at New Jersey because we have this app, we have this platform that we're building and maturing, so we can literally expand to any other place. Um, you know, not, I'm not saying relatively quickly, but our goal, as I mentioned, is to expand. Um, you know, not only in the region throughout New Jersey, but later on. You know, because we're close to Philadelphia, we're close to Boston. These Suburbs, suburbs around these cities are all our target areas. And the reason I'm yeah. asking this, this is the second thing. And the, most most of the people that listen in that are New Yorkers will find this amusing because I know this to be true. Because the number one reason why I'm moving from the state of Wisconsin where I am to New York City is because I'm like, oh, my God, I don't need a vehicle. Because let me just tell you, folks, and, and I'm sure you've been <laughs> in New York City. It's nuts. Okay, taxi cab drivers will run you over. People will literally drive through yeah. you. And so that's why I was a little concerned. Like, I'm like, please tell me he's not going to be in New York constantly because it's like, hell, I beg people not to have to drive there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. I know there's a bunch of right. cars there, but I'm like, for your business, oh, my gosh, maybe New Jersey was the right way to go because it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to deal with that drama. Not for sure. Um, so, yeah, folks, right. just make and, sure you don't drive in New York yep, And not only are we dealing with the uh, – we're not only con- um, targeting consumers or residential area, but we also are targeting, you know, commercial fleet. Um, because commercial fleet during the day, if you're a general contractor, if you have a fleet of mm-hmm. service vans that you operate, you know, instead of during the day dropping off the van to a certain, um, to a certain um, service, a car service shop, we can right. really we we can come to you and you know before or after your business hours you just click through the app and we will come to you it will save you billable hours you can go out there and and, and continue to earn revenue um and just leave the maintenance to us and you know 
it's it's cool. We are also the preferred provider for Lease Plan USA, where you know Lease Plan USA is just like Enterprise. They rent, they lease cars, uh, they lease vans to um, to businesses. So we can gotcha. provide service readily for Lease Plan USA's um, drivers, basically. So that works out nicely for you too. That's awesome. Now um, I want to reiterate this because we were starting to talk about that before. So um, you had mentioned, obviously, and to the listening audience, you need to understand this. All of this is orchestrated from an actual cell phone. So here's my question to you in regards to this. And not going to lie, true story, folks. It wasn't until about a month and a half ago when I was out of town that I actually utilized Uber, you know, Uber for the first time. Well, me, yeah. dumbass that I am, I didn't realize, oh, you have to download an app, first of all, onto your phone. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, just whatever Uber means, right? So now you have to download this thing, this application that goes on here. And so there are some folks out there that say um, in today's technology, even though it's so advanced and now we can do everything by way of an application and such, some people might question you and say to you, oh, but this is so complicated, and I have to download an app, and I have to do this and this. So explain to, to the folks a little bit how using or downloading an application for services might be faster and easier for them. Because to those of us like me that are tech stupid, I'm like, oh, my God, I'd be afraid to do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it does take a little bit of setup time, but it's literally three minutes, um, even if you're not oh, wow, familiar with smartphone apps. Simply go to, you know, go to Android uh, Play Store or Google App Store. Uh, we are available on both Android and Apple um, platforms. So right. just download it. It's free. We won't charge you anything, promise. And uh, um, when you good. first download it, yeah, it's going to take you through, um, it's going to basically ask you to type in a username and then a password, mm-hmm. all created by, you know, on your own. It's going to ask you for invitation code. Um, if you have one, sure. If you don't have one, don't worry. You know, invitation code is basically if another person told you, uh, hey, use my invitation code, but I won't go there. So anyway, so sure. just type in, create right. a password, create a username, and then voila, you're in. Um, after you go into the app, um, you can go directly to reservation and then click the plus sign on the right, and okay. you will see all our services will show up, and just pick the service that you want, and then pick the date that you want, um, and it's going to ask you to register vehicles. You can register multiple vehicles. So let's say if you have three cars in your house, you can register three cars just using right. your license plate. We're not asking you for any other thing, you know, confidential stuff, but you sure. can register register multiple cars. So you know, you can say, I want my Ford to get a car wash today and just click on car wash, click on Ford, click on the calendar, the uh, time and say tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. and we'll be and make a reservation around the bottom. It's basically one, two, three. Um, once you register and go into the app, you'll see everything is very streamlined. It's very, I have to say it's very easy to use. Once you spend three minutes to set up in the beginning, um, later on mm-hmm. when you lock the smartphone app, it's literally mm-hmm. a 15-second thing. You go in and you pick, 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 reserve. Um, Ah, I understand. And unless you're stupid like me, in which case you have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Because some of us don't get the well, tech if, savvy thing. Yeah, if you don't have a smartphone app, and we understand that there are people that do not have a smartphone app, you can go to um, our website, and on the website, 
Um, there's an email. It's called info at egob.com. Um, okay. And just send us an email. Tell us when. Tell us where. And we'll communicate with you. And we'll we'll head out there. It's the same thing. It's just more manual. Oh, but okay. There's Got also it. So it works one for either one. Yeah. There's also a eight 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 number that toll free you can call, and um, you know we'll answer your call. Feel free to leave us a message or talk to the person representative on the phone. And we'll book for you, you know, on the phone. That's no problem as well. So email, phone, or app. Of course, we want people to use the app, but, you know, right. those, we course. have three I... ways for you to reserve. Got it. Now, just so that I understood you correctly and if I, did, if I heard you right, so once a person registers for the first time off the app, so every time they return, there's no need to put in their information again. It's just zip, zip, zip. It's automatically stored and saved for future reference again and again. So it's just a one-time deal. Yep. Yep, and, okay, all got of your, and a good thing about the app is that all your service history is all stored mm-hmm. in the app. You can go to oh, my nice. service uh, on the menu, and you can see your history. So I, I don't know. I think that's that's a very convenient way for you to manage the services. <laughs> oh, I agree, definitely. And folks, in case you didn't hear them the first time, it's just the four easy steps, which is once the download the application is downloaded and you put your information in, you set your reservation, of course, then Egobee will come directly to you with all of their equipment, work on a vehicle, and then, of course, upon service completion, that's when payment is due. So like with Uber, for instance, they automatically have my credit card information, so they take it once they leave. Does it kind of work the same way in terms of payment for you? Is that the same situation yeah, um, yeah okay. right now we do ask you to put in your credit card information um, and okay. everything is secure so there's no worry about that but we are currently building in multiple options so you can use credit card you can use PayPal or you can say you know what I'm going to pay on site so I'm going to give mm-hmm. you my payment on site so you, I, we don't take we don't need to take your uh, payment information. In Got it. Okay, just, I see what we, you're talking again, about. Again, gotcha. convenience. We just want to give people more options. I understand. And of course, I noticed that at one time, and I'm assuming is this an ongoing thing? At one time, I'd noticed that there was a Groupon um, offer in rel- relative oh, yeah. to your company. Now, do, will you do those on an ongoing basis, or is that just ongoing? Meaning the Groupon thing. Um, yeah, we that's still ongoing, and we will we have multiple campaigns uh, planned out, so we'll keep on rolling uh-huh. those out just so that gotcha. people, you know, it creates awareness. Oh, no, I understand completely. Now, on the flip side of the fence, because I want to talk a little bit about you as a person, of course, because we've obviously talked about your <laughs> business. One of the things that I think is really, really cool, you have to talk about this. This is awesome, and I don't know if this helps you to develop your business, but I didn't know you used to work for the Department of Defense. How kick-ass is that? I'm like, wow, you're important. You used to work for the government? Wow. What was that like? Well, uh, that's <laughs> Really? It's it's still pretty good. Uh, well, it's um, well the highlight was that um, you know as I mentioned I study process. So back in 2010 2011 right. I volunteered as a as a U.S. Army civilian to deploy to Kuwait and uh, Iraq and oh. Afghanistan to yeah to and my job was actually to design uh, processes so that it will help us during that time 2010 2011 it was at the height of um, our drawdown from Iraq. So my, okay. main, my main mission there was to design a process so that 
the equipment drawdown can happen smoothly because it's easy to it's easier. I'm not saying it's easy. It's easier to transport the troops out of the country, but we have a lot of heavy equipment in um, you know and and weaponry inside Iraq, and how to get them out was a big problem. So one of my main tasks uh, is to design the process um, on how to get stuff out. So that was gotcha. Uh, that was pretty, that, yeah, that was pretty cool. And that, you know, we, we're all learning more and more about ourselves every day. You know, you know, I'm still learning oh, that. But mm-hmm. during that time, it's basically the time that I learned, you know, my capacity for, you know, how big of a scale of operation can I help to manage? Um, okay. And that's the time when I, when I found out. And that's the time when I gained the confidence. And later on, when I said, hey, why not start a business? I said to myself, probably, pro- probably with, with, uh, with some mercy from above, you know, that <laughs> I may be able to help um, to establish a company. So, yep. Oh, no, I understand completely. I do. Now, um, you live in the Pompton Lakes area in New Jersey. So I was just curious because, again, I'm, I'm – kind of faulty when it comes to New Jersey. Does that make you in close proximity of your business? And I'm assuming you did that coincidentally on purpose because, of course, you run the, the operation. Or, for that yes. matter, are you even on site and are you or are you more on the hands-on, this is my business and I send out my crew? I was curious about that, if you actually work on them yourself or if this is just something you're going to keep contracting out. Well, we have our own crew. Um, I do okay. live within, what, 30 minutes of my warehouse, but... Uh, we we have our own crew. Um, I don't okay. go out there and uh, and work on the cars. Although you know, I did do perform oil change and some basic maintenance on my own car because I love cars. Uh, I did ah, wash cool. my own car before. Uh, before I got uh-huh. married and had a child, I used to wash my own car. <laughs> okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. I had time to kill. So, <laughs> um, what the heck? But now we. Yeah, we now have our own crew. We, we're not contracting this out. We have our own employee going out there. And we the reason why we have it is because we want to control the quality of service. Uh, we want to be we we want to learn through the process so that we can mature as a company. And um, yeah, we so I I I occasionally go out there for a visit for a surprise visit, <laughs> talk to the client, ah. talk to my um, worker, but. I'm all buddy buddy with my workers. You know, they are. We are okay. like, uh, you know, we're like a team <laughs> instead of hey boss. You know, it's it's Which we are awesome. We're we're a team. Yeah, I don't believe and in hierarchy. Important. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> and that that is a fundamental. That actually is one of the fundamental things that I find in in more successful businesses where it, it's a hand in hand partnership versus here I am, I'm the big boss and you're the secondary, that sort of thing. So I have a huge appreciation yeah. for people that view other people on that exact same level. So kudos to you on that one. Um, to see you folks know, obviously he's also a very educated man. He has studied both at Rutgers as well as Stevens Institute, which is obviously where you get your engineering background, which I see. So I'm curious because of course, um, you are from another country, of course, you're native to, to the Taiwan land. So my question to you is, is it extremely common in your native country to be app-friendly, app-company-friendly, meaning that this innovation that you have, would that be commonplace for a place like Taiwan? Because you're very technologically advanced and extremely intelligent in the regard of development and, and things of that nature there. So would this be more commonplace in your own home, meaning back in Taiwan, that is? 
Well, to be honest, um, well, I came to the States when I was in elementary school. So. Oh, wow. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, when I was 11 years old. And um, yeah, I, I do go back to Taiwan to visit my grandma because she brought me up. Um, so I have limited knowledge, but I know as far as apps, um, you know, smartphones, all these, um, you know, media and even social media, it's very, mm-hmm. um, it's very prevalent in Taiwan. It's um, you know, people are very, very literate to to new technology and to new, you know, social media. So. Right. Um, right. Yeah, most people in Taiwan, I have to say, whenever I go back, they all have a cell phone in their hand. So the smart. Oh, I believe so, it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, Definitely. I know. And you know I what else? Know, uh, yeah. No, oh, I was just gonna oh. say, you know what else? And I'm sure you notice this if you go to the city at all. Do you go into the yeah. city, like New York City? Okay. This just kills me, and I'm sure this is everywhere. I have to tell you, I don't know who invented that damn selfie stick, but I'm kind of over it. I'm like, literally, we have the technology where you can be photographing yourself and 17 others while they're standing next to you. They're in the middle of Times Square, and they're like, I have to take a picture of the backside of this person. It drives me crazy. I'm like, if you're going to invent something, don't, don't. It's like shameless self-promotion, Kim Kardashian, every five seconds. Ugh, it drives me nuts. So you know what I'm talking about, I, right? I mean, it's just oh my god. Well, to uh, to admit it, I uh, <laughs> I have one too. <laughs> oh, shocker, isn't it? It's like everybody does. I'm like, do you own a cell phone? Well, There's your damn selfie stick, kids. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, that is I literally a selfie often. stick. Really? I don't use it that often, though. I I I try oh. not to take it out. I try not to take it out. That's just, my my mom. Yeah, my mom gave it to me. I didn't buy it. Aww, <laughs> I didn't buy I it. I got you. So, so it was a gift. It was a gift from mom. Yeah, so it was a gift. Yeah, it was from my oh, it was from my mom, and she said, "Hey, look at this. This is so good. Aww. We can cool. We can you know Aww. take a picture together." <laughs> well, you have a child. You have a small child now, so I guess you can get away with that because you're like, yeah, I have a two year old, so yeah, yep. <laughs> I have a two year old, so I can take lots of selfies of that person. Not me, but I get it. I totally understand. I do. So so that I get an understanding of this and, and to the listeners, um, merging forward, let's say, how soon do you think it will be before you'll be adding more some of, the, some of more of those extensive services, meaning beyond the car wash or beyond some of the simple lube things, meaning more extensive services? How long do you think it will be before you, you kind of transition into that next stage? Yeah, we're looking to transition, you know, within the next six months to a year. Um, okay. Of course, we are currently, that depends on, you know, uh, whether we can find investors that believe in our vision. Um, okay. We are currently in the process of looking for investors, you know, that can, you know, that can see not only the business, but also see me and my team because, the right. uh, people aspect is what make or break a business. If you have good people, you can make a bad concept work. If you have bad people, you can make a really good concept fail. So <laughs> you know, we're looking, we're looking for you know investors that can believe in our team and our concept as well. Right. So uh, once we have that funding, we're hopefully we can move relatively uh, quickly. Yep. Ah, I gotcha. Okay, and just so I can clarify once again so that people know that, as we mentioned before, if you don't have the application, they can also go on the website or they can also call the 888 number. Either way, services are all the same no matter what way you utilize, correct? 
Right. The website is uh, www.egobie.com, E-G-O-B-I-E.com, and it's Correct. our business name. So, um, gotcha. yeah, you can find information, testimonials, you know, you can find, find, find all the information and even our vision statement uh, on the website. So, um, yeah, go there, check, check us out. <laughs> I got gotcha. All right. Wonderful. Now, before I forget, I want to also mention that you have the Facebook page, which is, again, the same spelling, Egobie is E-G-O-B-I-E. You also, yes. um, as you mentioned, the website, the application can be found on either Google Play or the application store. You also have a Twitter handle, too, which is at Egobie Services. Now, my last question for you is really important, which is this. You have a little bambino at home, so by the time that uh, that little one grows up, are they going to take over the family business because you're going to have ego be like nationwide, like 50 states and beyond? <laughs> well, I have, to see. I have to see if he's got a knack for it. <laughs> Aw, well, I don't we'll know. Do maybe he'll yet, become so. an artist. I don't know. Maybe he'll become an artist. I'm not sure. But uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how yeah. that goes. It, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's a little early yet, so you don't have to worry too much about that. And just um, before I forget to clarify, I assume that you're an operation that works seven days a week, or is it just Monday through Friday? I just want to clarify on that. No, seven days a week. It is seven days a week, so they can get this done on a Sunday afternoon if they want to. Do you set specified hours? Because I'm not sure if you have a working crew 24-7 or how hard that is to maintain. Uh, we don't work 24 hours a day. Okay. We, we have a specified hour. Right now, our calendar is open from, you know, um, 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. So Okay, gotcha. So that's um, a nice wide range for people working during the day or working second shift, whatever have you. Yes, okay. Absolutely. So it works out nicely. Wonderful. And then do you do holidays or you're off on holidays? We are still working on holidays. You're killing me, Jeff. Come on now. People got families. Holidays too, really? Oh, goodness. Well, somebody's got to get a car fixed apparently, and maybe if they're off on a holiday, they can get it done. I understand completely. I do, definitely. Yeah, but trust me, we we want to treat our employee the right way, so uh, we'll we'll take care of them. Oh, and I have no doubt whatsoever, definitely, without a doubt, certainly. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you coming on and and doing this. I wish that I could say that I was, when I come to New York City, that I would gladly have you service my car, except we all know that I hate driving a car more than life itself, period, (laughs) in New York City. So I'll probably never get to use Egobee, unless I marry someone who has a vehicle, in which case I would absolutely love to, but I'd be more than happy to, as we now have done, tote to 58,000 listeners about Egobee, so hopefully that will help. I want to let you know that when this show – oh, you're quite welcome. In the next couple of hours, this show is going to become archived. So what will happen is that people can go back and listen all year round to this. Um, I will send a link over, which will have the actual audio interview, so people can go back and listen. I have also posted up all your information on all the social mediums, so everybody gets a chance to see that, obviously. And I certainly want to leave this open invitation to you. If you want to come back and talk about the company six months from now, look for investors, come back a year from now and tell me how much you're booming and now you're in 50 states. Oh wait, I'm a little ahead of myself. You could do that too. I would just, I would love, I just certainly would love to have you back on an open platform. And certainly, if I'm out and about bumming around New Jersey, I'll come and stop by and say, hey, I want to check out the warehouse and see how things are. I would absolutely love that. And I'm very, very, very. Oh, definitely. I'm just very excited for you. And anything that I can do to help you know that you can come back anytime, and you're more than welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for. Oh, not a problem at all, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. Good luck to you, and I'll be in touch in the near future. 
Thanks. Thanks for your time, and thanks to oh, all anytime, the listeners. Dear. Thank yeah. you. Good luck to you. Thank you. Talk about wonderful, wasn't he? He's just the cutest little thing, and I kid you not, folks, when you go on there and you take a look at the Facebook page or you take a look at and doing some research, Jeff is just the cutest, and I hate to say little thing because he's a grown man, but he is he might be a little person, but he has an absolutely large imagination, large sense of creativity, and, of course, obviously a large level of education as it relates to engineering and constructing such a finely tuned business. So kudos to him and congratulations uh, on the Ego B concept. I do hope it works very well. Just to reiterate to everybody, Ego B can be utilized by either Google Play or the application store. Again, you just download the application. Once it's on the phone within three to four minutes, you go ahead and make your reservation. And typically, as you heard, they work uh, seven days a week and there's a nice enough window, 13 hours a day, where you'd be able to get your car serviced. They come directly to you. Payment's already taken out upon completion of service. Boom, 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 all set and done. And then you're already in the memory for next time. Definitely an exciting and new concept, and I love the fact that these applications are making our life a lot easier. And and as I said, Jeff, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. I don't want to forget to reiterate to go through all of these things once again. The website itself is egobee, and it's spelled E-G-O-B-I-E dot com. Again, the application on Google Play or the application store. They have a Facebook page, same name, E-G-O-B-I-E, and the Twitter handle is at egobee services and you can go ahead and look them up and keep track of that oftentimes they'll go on one form of social media and keep you updated do not want to forget to thank my dear friend and i do mean dear in the nicest sense dana humphrey from whitegate pr i always know that when people from bridget or dana's camp send me um any of their clients i know they will top notch top educated and and fundamentally just wonderfully spirited human beings so dana once again you did not disappoint thank you so much for sending him to me sending all of your clients to me you're just a gem and you know that I love you awful. So thanks again for all of your hard work. And if anybody's looking for a PR person and specifically in the area of pets, that's Dana's specialty. Dana Humphrey is her name. Whitegate PR can be found on Facebook, obviously, along with um, regular general search. And forgive me, Dana, that I don't remember your website right offhand. Don't want to forget to mention tomorrow's interview, Irene Weinberg, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. Irene wrote a book by the name of They Serve Bagels, Is it they serve bagels? Yes, they serve bagels. Sorry, don't listen to me because I can't read They serve bagels in heaven is the name of a gentleman by the name of Saul. And um, very unexpectedly, there was a tragic accident in which he passed. And so basically... This particular book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven, is literally her spiritual journey. It talks about her uh, literal transformation from being very non-spiritual into a very spiritual being, talking about her journey and such. And, and I have no doubt whatsoever I'm getting goosebumps already. This will be an extremely, extremely motivational uh, interview. I want to say thanks so much to Valerie with Social Minded Media Group for organizing that and approaching me about the idea. Again, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. And then again, Friday, Jamie Natalia is going to be on the show at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. She is not only the CEO of the Blue-Eyed, excuse me, Blue-Eyed Pictures Group, she's also a producer, she's an author, she's an um, honorary ambassador for the Clinton Foundation, and oh, so much more. So 11 o'clock Central Standard Time on Friday. I want to say thanks so much to everybody in the listening audience, fans, followers, the whole nine yards. Thanks so much for all of your support this week. I know that I had a rough time of it the other day. So thanks so much to everybody who takes five minutes or 15 seconds to say, hey, you are appreciated more than I can tell you. So I am off to crappy traffic court in the next hour so I can go off and fight another crappy ticket that I got. I hope you enjoy your very 
dreary, rainy evening, and I look forward to talking to you on the air tomorrow.